Welcome jurors to Dueling Advocates, where everybody gets an advocate. In today's case, we will evaluate the cultural redefinition of words. And honestly, I mean, I think the English language is a constant evolving and living language. So, yeah, I, I do think that as cultures shift or time passes that the words too have to evolve to fit the narrative or, or how it's being used in society as a whole. So, as cultures shift, they shouldn't just redefine the words. They should make new words, like what we were doing up until just a few years ago. We would just make up new words, like for the internet. You know, they, they would come out with a, a, a word like meme or, you know, something like that. But just redefining old words, you're, you're throwing a wrench into education because now you pick up a book that was maybe written only 10 years ago. And by all of these uh, new definitions for, for the words that were used in that book, you've completely changed the uh, intentions of the writer in what he was trying to express in the book. Yes, but it's usually one following the other, right? It's not that we change the language and then immediately everyone else splits off and starts thinking the way they're thinking. It's usually that the society or community as a whole has a perception on a word. So let's use uh, discrimination, right? Or racism to whatever it was in the past. As of right now, if you say racism to someone outside, how the collective view it where it's just discrimination based on the color of their skin or the race, even if it was just the color of their skin, right? Let's say that's all it is. If everyone views it as that, then what do you do with a definition? You teach it to people because that's what education is all about. You don't let people just make up whatever they want for pre-existing words. You, you have to teach the next generation what this word means, what its proper use is. Otherwise, you end up with hieroglyphics where you're spending generations trying to figure out what was written just a little while ago. But if 7 billion people are, are saying that this word is... Just discrimination based on the color of your skin. No emotion attachment or, or hate or anything towards it. If the entire world views it as that, then it actually just makes more sense to change the definition. No, because then you also have to keep a log of all the changes that you're making and teach it to them anyways. Otherwise, they're not going to be able to fully comprehend the books that were written just a little while ago. Look, the whole thing is crazy. For example... You're also taking away the power of the words as well, the impact that they can make in people's lives when they hear the word. So you, you, you mentioned racism. Racism has or had some power to it before they altered the definition. The definition has been expanded so much that any indication towards any aspect of race is now immediately considered racism. You know, you, you say a joke, that they'll say that you're racist. You, you mention that this person is a certain way, you're, you're automatically a racist. So that's not what that word was intended to describe. That word was intended to describe something that was evil, that was something worth loathing and, and, and avoiding and teaching your children not to uh, express in, in the future as they became adults. It, it used to mean that you... Uh, you felt that your own race was superior to another and you hated the other race 
and you wished to do harm on the other race. That's why you had things like uh, the Holocaust and genocides in, in various countries when, when one ethnicity was, was trying to eliminate the other one in its entirety. That's what racism is, is supposed to be defined as, what it, what it has been in history, and why it was created in order to identify that particular um, action in order to avoid it in the future. What, what they have redefined it as right now is so mundane and, and overly used on, on a daily basis for any little indiscretion that it's lost all meaning and power for its original intention. And now, without being able to use that word to, to describe those actions and, and feelings, what, what, are you, what are you gonna use to describe this? Well, I mean, they brought it down to root, and, and that's why I think it's a good word. It's, it's, hey, you know what? Even if it wasn't hateful at the beginning, the feeling of superiority just because of your race is what led to the rest of it. The hateful may have come after the fact. It's, oh, look, well, we're superior to them. Now we need something to be done. So let's have them do it. Why should we do that? We're superior to them. And what happens if something happens to them? If they die, it doesn't matter. We're superior to them. The, better, the more superior people will live. So ultimately, they just went to the root of the word and took it out because, hey, whether you were the one doing the hateful thing or you were the one accepting that it was being done, you were bad in both cases. So at the, at the end of the day, both of those people needed to be despised. Well, the problem with that is that you, you can't mandate what somebody thinks. If they want to feel that their race, their group, whatever they're a part of is better than another, then that's their own feeling to have. You, you can't just label them uh, a racist for that and, and expect to have some sort of effect. The, the whole idea was that you didn't want the, the hurtful actions. You didn't want people to, to gather en masse and, and think that it was okay to go and kill an entire other group because of uh, some sort of a belief be that one was inferior to the other. And that alone it was not enough. They had to think that they were inferior and hate them and want to eliminate them. That's what racism was intended to encompass, was all of that. Otherwise, you're just trying to be the thought police and say, no, you're not allowed to have any naughty thoughts, which is never going to happen. Everybody has dark thoughts. Well, there's no, this isn't a discussion about dark thoughts or whether you have them or not. It's really a discussion about overall labeling things. And yes, you can label it if you think that you're superior because of your race you are a racist. Now, if you're not going to go out and harm the other race, okay, that's fine. That's good. You're not a criminal, but you're still a racist. You're not a racist in that aspect. Racist. You're, you're a racist in that aspect only by the new watered-down definition. If you were truly a racist by the actual definition when racism was occurring, which is why they came up with that term, it would involve you not only thinking that you're better than someone else, which is fine, you know, you can be arrogant and not be a mass murderer, you would have to hate them for, for that, that inferiority that they have and wish to do them harm. Whether, and, and I'll grant them this much, the original definition would allow for small harm. It, it could be that you refuse to hire them for this reason. Exactly. It could be that you, you refuse to, to patronize their, their shop for, for this reason or allow them to patronize your shop for this reason. Yes, the original term of racism, that definition, 
would allow for that. But that's only because it fits all the criteria. You thought you were superior, you thought they were inferior and in that you, you hated them as a result, and you wish to do them harm, which was to deny them access to your shop or not buy something from their shop or not hire them to work for, for your company or something like that. That fits the criteria. That's what that word was designed for, and that's fine. This new uh, definition that they have for it, which encompasses literally everything that you could think of that, that would involve someone's race, you know, just noticing a race or anything like that, is now considered as, as racism. Absolutely. And it's watering down the definition to the point where it's lost its, its intended it's, meaning. It's not watering down the definition at all. That's exactly what it does. It, it goes to, hey you know what, you think you're superior just because of your race, then yes, you're more likely to keep jobs from one because, hey, you're more superior to them. Your race is more superior to them. Why hire them when you can hire someone else at your race, which is more superior? Not Again, we're back in the same situation. No, it's no. the superiority that they felt just because of race that led to the rest. It's one trickling down no, to no, the no. other. You, you so have, I understand the definition being updated that, or no. evolved. You have a misunderstanding yes. there because just feeling superior... Uh, superior just, just because of your race. Just feeling superior over someone because of race or anything like that doesn't keep you from hiring them for something or anything like that. If you are racist, then yes, it will be an impediment to you wanting to benefit them in any way, shape, or form. But there's plenty of millionaires out there who feels superior to everybody, whether it's a race or anything, and they will still hire that race. Yeah, but they don't just think that they're a race, or they don't, those millionaires don't just think that, oh, all white people are superior. They think they're superior. And there's a difference between the two, because then if they think all whites are superior to, let's say, let's say, let's switch it up, let's say Asians, then when a job becomes available, who are they going to hire? If you think that all whites are superior to Asians, you're going to hire a white person not, over the Asian person. That's not racist. All. Why not wouldn't all. you? Very simple. Because you can give people tests for their aptitude for a certain position, which is what they usually do at an interview. If, if that was the case, though, if you were intelligent enough to be giving all these people tests, then you probably wouldn't think that someone's superior just because of the color of their skin Listen, or their race. This is an irrational... Uh, feeling that they have, right? So it doesn't matter if you prove it to their face that one person is better than the other. In their mind, they'll still think that us as a race is better. But what I'm saying is when, when you're hiring this, this individual for a job and you give them the test and you're wondering why would they hire the Asian if they feel the, the other ethnicity is superior to, to the Asian? Well, it's very simple. You need this job done. You want to make money. The Asian is able to do it. He proves it on the test. The other ethnicity that you think is superior was able to do it. He passed the, the, the test as well. But the Asian happens to be willing to do it for 20% less. Ding, ding, ding. I'm hiring the Asian anyways. I don't care how superior I think the other one the is. The problem is you're not racist. As a result, the racist person would actually hire... I hate to break it to you. The only reason I'm not racist is because I don't hate and want to kill all of them. That's why I'm not racist. Just because you notice a difference between the races or you feel that yours is better than the other, that would at best make you chauvinist in the original definition of chauvinism. We'll get to that one. But it's not going to make you racist unless you wish to do them harm or eliminate them completely. Well, that's already been removed from the definition. I think the current definition is okay. The current definition where it's, it's just discriminating by race. I think it's a simple one, and I think society is able to better identify it. It's, 
if you think you're superior just because of skin color. Personally, I, I just think that makes you an idiot, but could be wrong. Okay, well, it doesn't help society identify anything because when you make something so broad that it, it dilutes the, the definition of it, then you can't identify anything, right? So if, if, you, if you walk into a room and there's all sorts of beautiful paintings on the walls and everything with the lighting that, that you have at the moment and the eyes the way that they work, you're able to identify, ooh, this is a beautiful painting, that's a beautiful painting, I like this landscape, I like this portrait. But if you change the lighting to some sort of like very, very high brightness, diffused lighting that washes everything out, then, then no. Sure, you've included everything. Now you, you can see the corners of the wall just as, as simply as, as the painting, but it all looks the same to you. So it doesn't help you identify anything. But, you know, again, regardless of all of that, you, you're still destroying history because books were written about these, these atrocities that you're trying to dodge with the new definitions of, of racism and things like that, but how are you going to dodge them if nobody can read the books and understand what was going on? Because now they're going to read it and they're going to be like, oh, well, you know, Hitler promoted his brand of racism across the land and that's what, you know, be, began the, the march towards genocide and things like that. And you're going to be like, like, oh, you know, so he, uh, he was just saying that, um, you know, this, this group of people, uh, you know, is, is inferior to, to the other one and and that um, they have these certain traits and whatever, and that's it. And, you know, you're going to think, like, it was it was no big deal that all of a sudden went to murdering and killing everybody. No. It was, he was going around, you know, spouting that they're the cause of all of the ills in society. And by rounding them up and exterminating them, it would solve all the problems. You know, they're less than us. We hate them. They need to be killed. And, you know, so on. That's the racism that everybody's trying to prevent from happening again in the yes. future. And it started with, they're less than us. So identify it at that spot, and that's what the definition has been. Okay, fine, for. you identify it at that spot, but then where do you go from there? Because now there's nothing above racism. You, you've watered it down so much. That used to be the pinnacle. Well, that is where we start with the cause for concern, and that's where the definition looks at it. It's like, now you have someone that thinks that they're superior just because well, they're we racist. Well, we had other terms for that. We had other terms for that. You have, you know, discrimination. You, Absolutely. You, you have, uh, you know, whatever. Well, so, I hope that still means what it mean, what it meant. For oh, sure. who knows these days? Anyways, so, you know, that, that's, that's my feeling on, on that one. I think it should stay where it includes all of those things. Otherwise, when you call someone a racist, would they really even care anymore? It's like, okay, fine, so I think I'm better than you. Why don't you just call me arrogant? You know, who cares? But that's the whole reason racism had such power behind it. Because when you were called a racist, you're like, whoa, wait a second. Well, you think I want to kill people and, and do all sorts of horrible things just because, you know, they're different than me and I, and I think that I'm better than them? And no. if, if they call you racist right now, it, it's them telling you that, hey, you know what? You just think you're superior to somebody else because of your race. And if someone says that to you, you should still be offended by that because, as I said, it's it's... Honestly, a stupid view. Nah, I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm all for rooting for the home team, you know, who cares? I'm all for rooting <laughs> for the home team as well, but not in terms of race. That's okay. my point. What's my the home difference? team, my home team, if I'm saying I'm rooting for America, I'm, I'm rooting for every American. Yeah. It doesn't matter the color they're saying. But so you're, you're rooting for them at the expense of France and Canada and everywhere else. And, and they have people with 
multiple different skin color or whatever, right? So it's not about skin. That's my point. All, all you've done is chosen some other superficial thing. We're getting off topic anyway. Yeah. But I think it's okay to, to root for the home team. And that's the transition into the next word, chauvinism. So they changed the definition of chauvinism. Because it used to be that it was defined merely as someone or, or chauvinist. Someone has ha that has uh, an overly enthusiastic... Uh, opinion or support for you know something that is related to them, either their their own uh, group, nation, idea, uh, could even be race, anything like that. And now they're defining it as a person displaying aggressive or exaggerated patriotism, or showing or relating to excessive or prejudiced loyalty or support for a particular group or or cause. And that's not how it was originally defined. It was just, you know, it's like, oh, you know, you're a male chauvinist or, or whatever. It's, yeah, it's because, you know, you're just running around going like, men are great. You know, it's super awesome being a dude. We we're, we're strong, we're fast, you know, logical. And and I see nothing wrong with that because every group does the same thing. Well, with the women definition go around, sounds accurate. No, because it's it's not aggressive. They're not trying to, to harm somebody else. They're just very, very proud of whatever group they're, they're a part of. But what you're saying is, is the second, the, ad, the adjective, right? It's, it's excessive or prejudiced loyalty, right? So you say men are great, it, that, that's fine, according to this. Yeah, and but if you not... go, men are better than women because they're men, that's different. Whatever, but it, it wasn't defined as a loyalty before. It was just a, a, an over-enthusiasm um, uh, that you have for that group or, or whatever you're a part of, and that's fine. Because sounds like loyalty, though. Look, you... What's the definition of loyalty? Did they change that? Because what I'm hearing now sounds like loyalty. We'll, we'll get to that in a moment, right? But... No, loyalty just means that no matter what the scenario, your actions are always in the benefit of that group. Okay, that's yeah. not that's not what this is. This just means you have an enthusiasm for. Well, it used to mean that you have an uh, an exaggerated enthusiasm for this group or something like that. It doesn't mean that you're gonna kill for them or lie for them or whatever. It just means that you're super excited about it, and. Uh, and every group is, is like that, you know? Everybody wants to cheer. Like, for example, sports teams. You can say that if you're from, I don't know, whatever university, and then you have another one from another state, and they go to play, and you're at the, the uh, stadium of whatever home team. So, okay, the people in the stands are going to be chauvinists for their own team. And the, the other team is going to have to put up with that chauvinism because, you know, they're, they're the, the intruder in this, you know, fandom of, of yeah. whatever. And there's nothing wrong with that because if they weren't chauvinists, it would be super boring. If everybody respected the, the other people's teams and, and groups and ideas and whatever to, to an equal level, all you're going to get is like, oh, you know... Hey guys, uh, it's nice of you to come and play against our team. We appreciate it. You guys are super talented. I'm sure you're gonna push our guys to the limit, and you know everybody's skills will, will be increased as a result. And uh, you know you can all be be friends afterwards and shake hands and and show appreciation for whatever super awesome moves they made during whatever play and compliment each other. And no. That is super boring. Who wants to watch that? Chauvinism is what comes in to save the day, to make everything exciting, to say, 
We're gonna destroy your team. You guys don't stand a chance. We saw you at practice. Well, what are you playing with? You know, spaghetti noodles? Like, what? What is that? You can't even catch a ball. You know, look, look, look at our guys. They got you know super huge biceps, just like all the people that come from this city. We're super strong. You guys are little wimps. And then, when one team or the other wins, they get to rub it in the faces of the other team. Yeah, but in that case, that is. That does fall under the definition of chauvinist right now as well, so I don't see the problem. No. This definition says the same thing. It's it's excessive support for a particular group or cause. The football team's a group there, and you've got excessive support for them. That's, no. that's fine. No, see, they it the, what they changed in this one was not as drastic as with racism. This was a minor change. They changed it just from being uh, an exaggerated enthusiasm to... Displaying aggressive or exact, well, they oh, so you're saying the noun is what got changed. The adjective seems no, to fit perfect. I'm getting the, to that one. It's just I have to read from top to bottom. I can't just read okay, both the, the exact same. The noun time. was at the front. So that one just specifies specifically for patriotism, which is yeah. not what it was. And then showing or relating to excessive, which is okay. Yeah, I'm okay with excessive. Although excessive is not the same as exaggerated, right? Because exaggerated just means it's it's been puffed up. You know, for for dramatic uh, uh, enjoyment, whereas excessive means you've gone too far. But, I mean, in some cases, that's why I like the example is that you said with sports, because in some cases they do go too far. Fine, but there's <laughs> other words for that, right? It's like assault. You know, so for for being a chauvinist, you're not being excessive. You're just having an exaggerated sense of whatever patriotism. Or, or Listen, whatever. I think excessive may mean exaggerated now, so who no. knows? Well, who okay, fine. Yeah, if they change that word too. Okay, fine. So that's where we're at with, with chauvinists, right? So then, then we have... Uh, I think uh, so far, I think it's fine on both of those. You think they shouldn't change the words. and Yeah. Okay, so, so then we have uh, bigotry, right? Yep. So bigotry, from what I can remember, used to mean that it's uh, you are not willing to tolerate a specific opinion that, that differs from, from your own opinion. Now, they've changed it to mean that, uh, you know, stubborn and complete intolerance of any creed, belief, or opinion that differs from one's own, which is, uh, you know, quite the, the exaggeration of what the word used to mean. You know, it was, you, you could specify bigotry down to a single opinion. You can just say, you know, I'm bigoted against breaking into people's houses, you know, just to steal money or something like that. And then, okay, sure, I'm a bigot for that one thing, and I, I don't want to hear somebody telling me that it's okay to break into houses, but I'm not a bigot in the sense of, like, complete intolerance of any creed, belief, or opinion that differs, differs from my own. No, it's, it's specific. And being a bigot is not necessarily a bad thing from the original definition. Because if you're bigoted against a bad idea, then congratulations. You're, you're awesome. You shouldn't tolerate an idea that's going to cause some sort of damage to you or society or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, bigoted can also be biased, right? So ultimately, I mean, I don't know that that this definition is wrong, this definition's correct, it encompasses a lot, it encompasses your example, it also encompasses someone that is biased to an opinion that's wrong, someone that thinks, hey, breaking into houses in certain cases are fine, and I don't want to hear anybody else tell me otherwise, that guy is a bigot 
for that idea the and wrong. The problem is, is that they're using the word as if you're intolerant in general to anything that differs from your own opinion, which then makes being a bigot a bad thing because you're closed-minded and you're unwilling to, to even um, uh, entertain anybody else's opinions or ideas. Well, that I could see that as being a bad word in some cases, right? What if someone, again, goes with a bigoted opinion? That means they're not taking anything, a bigoted opinion that, you know what? They should be able to just run around and stab people. That's their opinion. They honestly believe that. And, and they won't take any other opinion against it. Everything else is wrong. And that person is a bigot and in, in terms of that idea. And a danger to society, again, in terms of that idea. And that's so, what I'm saying. The word bigot used to be like a scalpel. It meant a very specific thing, and you could apply it to different things. You could say, yes, he's bigoted towards wanting to stab people or something yep. like that. And in that case, it would sound bad. Exactly. But it's not necessarily bad when you're bigoted. It could be this person is bigoted against, you know, robbery or, or yeah. whatever. So they've, they've changed the word now because... They wanted it to match the way people were incorrectly using it this entire time for, you know, all sorts of weird protests and things like that where they would shout out, you know, you're a fascist, you're a bigot, you're this, you're that. Well, just saying someone's a bigot originally didn't mean anything. It was just a misuse of the word. Now, they've adjusted the word. Now, of course, you know, they can't change all of the paper dictionaries that, that existed in the past, which is how we're able to tell that they've manipulated the words, but... All these new online dictionaries that cater to, to the whim of, of the masses in fear of the mobs, they change the definitions to match their narrative. So now, of course, it means what they were shouting, which, which just means that you're a bad person who's, who's unwilling to listen to other people's opinions. What they should have said was, you know, you're 100% bigoted towards anything that you don't agree with instead of, you know, you're just a bigot. So now... They've changed it, and now bigot means that, that you're just against all other opinions. You're not willing to listen to any opinion at all. But a person that isn't willing to listen to any other opinion would be a bigot even back then, right? But you would have had to have specified. You would have said you're bigoted against everything. Yeah. Now, so now you're a bigot. You, yes, but now how do you specify the reverse, right? You've taken a scalpel and you've turned it into a baseball bat, and now I can't reverse it. Now I can't use the, the word to, to say, you know, oh, well, he's bigoted towards, uh, you know, abortion or he's bigoted towards uh, no, the Second new, Amendment. The new option is if you're not bigoted towards everything, then you just say, I'm not a bigot. That, that's what I'm saying. They changed the word, right? So you, you can be a bigot. In fact... I guarantee well, you. nowadays you can't. Nowadays you're not bigoted towards an idea. I understand. It's, I understand. De yes, yes we've decided as a society that bigot isn't <laughs> a good thing. We haven't decided as a society. Okay? We've decided. You're being bigoted right now. Our, we've decided, according to the dictionary, that as a society, which the dictionary is now being read and taught and used in school by everybody, so everyone's now growing up as a society with this definition. So bigot is going to be a person that is unwilling to take anybody else's opinion on anything, stubbornly refuses to Listen, for everything. And, and in which case, maybe this the problem with this is no one's a bigot. Thing. It, it's sad, right? It's bad enough when they change the definition of the words because now you're changing the definition of books that exist in the in the past, 
which maybe that's that's what they want, right? Maybe there's a book that they don't agree with, and by tweaking a couple words, they can completely change the idea behind the book. But it's even sadder when they make a word that used to be precise, and they make it blunt. I hate that. The thing is that you, you, the solution you make is is also not feasible. Just making new words, making new words. The last time I heard somebody make a new word was some stupid song about nene or swish or swoosh and it's like we're running out of words to make anyways at this point well maybe we wouldn't run out of words if they didn't keep diluting the definitions of words that already existed hey, you know what sometimes you just got to take the words that are in circulation if it has a different meaning and it's being used in a completely different this way is, this is why people, you have to update this it. is why people have trouble communicating and it leads to things like racism okay because if you are broadening the definitions of words, it is so easy to confuse what someone is telling you and then you begin to hate them because you assume that, that they're being uh, negative to you in some way, that they're, they're saying something mean, they're being insulting, pejorative, whatever, when that's not the case. You know, maybe they were just trying to tell you that when, when you're being uh, a bigot towards whatever you guys were talking about in your conversation, it just, he was just trying to tell you, you know, maybe you should be more open-minded towards tasting apples, you know, but now you're going to take it to me like, how dare you call me a bigot? I, I, you know, I'm able to, to tolerate other people's opinions and things like that. And now you've created, uh, you know, some sort of contention where, maybe, where there was none. Maybe he shouldn't have been bigoted though. Yeah. Yeah. You see that? Well, which definition are you, are you going with? <laughs> you know, I mean, at this point, the current one, that's the accurate one. Well, he wasn't being bigoted in that, that scenario. Then maybe the other guy needs to not be a scumbag then. At this no, point. maybe some of them should just buy a paperback dictionary and not pay attention to what pop culture but is. But it depends is on when with. you printed the paperback because these new ones now get printed out. These definitions are here to stay. And you know what bothers me is, is also the way they define the new ones, they're, they're not as eloquent as the, the old definitions. I remember reading the definitions of words and being impressed by how eloquently and articulately they define them using words that were other than the word itself or, or synonyms for it. Now, it, it just seems like it's, you know, third grade English level that, that they're typing here, stubborn or complete intolerance of any creed belief. or No, that sounds super basic. I mean, I don't know. It clearly expresses or indicates something so i would call it eloquent or yeah it indicates the uh the devil the the, the devolving culture that, that we have here i was about to say you're sure they haven't changed the meaning of eloquent i mean i think you've been using that old dictionary too much and you need to jump into the into 2020 because these words are changing and you need they, to be they're changing but they're all becoming so generic that they're going to be practically useless. But that's how people are using it. And that's the problem. The problem is if you, the same situation happens on the other side, right? If they keep all the definitions old to the way they were in who knows which century at this point. And those are the definitions you have of these words. And 250, 300 million people out there are saying it and mean something else. Then you're going to go out there... And you're not going to understand what they're saying anyways. Because they're all going to be saying you're racist. You're going to be like, but I don't, I don't hate anybody. 
And they're still going to say you're racist because they don't think the hatred part has any part of racism. So they all think you're racist anyways. And you can't even understand why they think that. Because what, 200 well, million people all think? all that means in your, uh, your uh, example there is that those people weren't educated. Because you said that they kept the definitions the same and yet the 200 million people yes. still thought it meant something yes, else. Because how do people get educated with these things now and these new words? That it's into... A rap song or a pop song or they listen to a YouTube personality or a Gangnam style video. That's what gets one billion people to do something. Not not how to fix something. It's it's literally just a random person dancing on a screen. So when that person uses the word incorrectly, that spreads like a virus and everybody I, sees that. I meme. understand that. That is my issue. The, these are the uneducated masses that are dictating the definitions to, to the people who would be the ones writing books and, and I, dealing with the, the minutiae of these words. But that's the problem. The problem is, at the end of the day, language has to be set up in a way that we can understand it, right? Yes, and they set and, it up with a dictionary that they can read but and memorize. But unfortunately, that's not how it spreads right now. Right now, it spreads through videos. It spreads through... Through music. Fine. Then make videos with the correct definitions of the but word. But those aren't the ones that get viewers and that's the problem. The and problem let me ask you a question. What's the point of school then? Why bother disseminating it through a video? Well, Are they just sitting in the being, chair and not learning anything when they go to school? That's another episode in and of itself. I can be honest with you there because... As of right now, we should probably have this conversation a year from now because if you see the things that they're planning to do with schools after these recent events, it'll blow your mind. I mean, I don't think the Queen's English is even going to be on every agenda moving forward. It's going to just be your language of choice in this country. Next up, Common Core Math. Was your favorite advocate arguing on your behalf, or have you discovered a new respect for the opposite view?